Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Would you be the jerk for telling off a group of teachers for not controlling kids better? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for telling my wife she has to stay home to watch the kids until she replaces the nanny she fired because I work from home? My wife Danielle, 33, has a job that requires her to go into the office every day. I, 42, work from my home office. We have two children, two and four. We had a nanny, Esme, whom we hired after we moved to the city for my wife's job. We don't have family in this city. Esme was with us since we got here six months ago. She was excellent at her job and she was a pleasant person in general. Danielle got it into her head that Esme was going to try and get me away from her. She fired her. It was a ridiculous assertion. I love my wife, but she insisted. She then proceeded to kibosh any nanny that the agency sent, even the male one, because she thought it was weird to have a male nanny. She wants me to watch the kids since I'm home anyway. I said that there was no way that was happening. I bring home 65% of our income. I cannot watch the kids and work. I've dealt with this temporarily by inviting my parents to stay with us so they can watch the kids. Danielle hates this. She likes my folks, but she doesn't like having them there 100% of the time. However, neither her mom or dad are able to help. I told her that if she wants my parents to go home, she either has to replace our nanny or she has to stay home to watch the kids. She says that I'm a jerk for devaluing her work and expecting her to watch the kids because she's the woman. I'm not. I think she created this situation and it's her responsibility to deal with it. 100% OP's not the jerk here. If everything is exactly as OP described, then this is just some extreme insecurity that is allowing her to ruin the whole situation altogether. I think if I were OP, I would be extremely frustrated that you had a nanny who was perfect for six months, and just because of that insecurity, it got blown up like that. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for announcing my wife's pregnancy when my brother and sister-in-law were still grieving the death of their newborn? My 34-year-old male, wife Amanda, 32-year-old female, got pregnant recently. We were yet to announce it, but before we could do so, we learned about the death of my nephew. My brother's newborn had died and he informed us about it. We went to his house to offer our condolences and they were in a really distraught state. Here's the thing, I was buying a few supplies for my wife, related to her pregnancy, when I'd gotten the announcement. And as I rushed to my brother's house, immediately upon getting the message, we still had the purchases with us. Upon reaching there, we offered our condolences and remained present for quite a while. It seemed as if my sister-in-law Emily was either pretending to keep her composure or looking for a topic to divert her mind, but she casually asked us what we were doing, considering the purchases, and what we had bought. I hesitated to answer, but she had already noticed some of the stuff in the bag and asked what those were. It was pretty obvious that they were related to the pregnancy, and although we said it's nothing, she seemed curious to know. So we told her that she was pregnant. 
Emily began to cry when she learned what it was, while my brother began to accuse me of announcing it when they were dealing with the literal death of their child. He got into a huge verbal sparring with me, but I told him that we were about to announce it anyway and that I hadn't wanted to lie since Emily had already kind of noticed what the stuff were. Am I the jerk? Edit. As some people are saying, I argued with him. I hadn't mentioned it, but he had said, there's no need to gloat about it. I sure as heck hope something like that doesn't happen to the child. You'd better pray for it to not die by crib death and other stuff which resulted in the argument. Well, considering the much-needed context that OP added in the edit, I don't think they're the jerk. I think it's a really unfortunate timing thing, but like, I mean, I guess you could lie or say, oh, nothing important, but they kind of already saw what was there. I don't think it was a winnable situation, and I think all you can do is apologize, say it's not your intention. Although, considering there was an argument and a spat and some really nasty things said, I understand they're grieving, I don't know how receptive they're going to be to anything, even an apology. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my husband food if it was made with a blender that he was mad about me buying? I bought myself a nice blender. I work part-time at home and also watch the young kids that are too young for preschool. Due to me staying home, I cook a lot, which I enjoy so it's not a big deal. Now the issue is that he was ticked at how much the blender was, it was $125. This annoyed me greatly since I used my fun money for it, and it is a household tool even if he won't use it. I thought we were over it, but I pulled it out again to make a smoothie, and he made more comments about a waste of money and stupid buy. I had the conversation with him about the whole situation again. He made more comments next time I took it out, and I had enough. Now, every time I make something using the blender, I don't give him any. It came to a head today. I made a soup and I used the blender. I told him I used the stupid blender to make it, so he can't have any and make his own food. This caused a huge argument, and he thinks I'm a petty jerk, but I've told him so many times to not call my purchases a waste. Am I the jerk for taking it so far? I mean, it's petty to some degree, but do I think it makes you the jerk? No, I think it's pretty fair that he expressed his opinion. This is a stupid tool, it's a waste of money. Well, maybe they shouldn't be interested in anything that stupid blender can do. It's not even like OP went out and bought like a top-of-the-line model. $125 sounds fairly reasonable. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my grandmother stop trying to make me be her dead daughter? I, 18-year-old female, was named after my aunt who died in a car accident at 15, almost 20 years ago. I was told when I was born, my grandma saw my hair, red, and begged my parents to name me after my aunt. They agreed. From a young age, I was aware she favored me. It's also caused my other cousins to resent me. I didn't like her favoritism towards me and just wanted to be treated normal. She would often say, you have red hair like your aunt or your aunt used to like art, I'm not into art, and would encourage me to take it up. I refused and it would upset her. Your auntie liked her hair in this style. I complained to my parents and they said that i just bring her comfort. Whatever. My 18th was two weeks ago, and me and my friends planned to have a weekend road trip. My grandma disapproved and said my aunt would have done a party at home, and I finally lost it and said, that's because I'm not her. Stop trying to make me be your dead daughter, I'm sick of it. My grandma started crying and left the room. I immediately felt bad. 
I got yelled at by my family for making my grandma cry, and my dad was the only one who looked troubled and stuck up for me and told everyone to leave. My mother was upset with me and, like everyone else, demanded I apologize to my grandma, but I refused. My dad told me not to worry about it and just go enjoy my road trip. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It should be settled down by the time I get back. Except it hasn't. Everyone is still angry and my grandma hasn't spoken to me either. I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here because there does seem to be like unhealthy degrees of trying to force your aunt's life on you. It's one thing to be like, oh please name her after the aunt. It's another to say, well she liked her hair this way, you should do that too. They had these kinds of interests, do that. That's just flat out weird. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling a female coworker to cover up? I, female 23, work in tech. We have a pretty large office of about 50 people. Many people here are used to working from home since the pandemic. So dress code at the office is pretty casual jeans and jumpers mostly. I was really worried to integrate with an actual office, but it's been really chill so far. The only problem has been Beatrice, who has worked in offices a lot longer than a lot of us younger workers have. Beatrice is in her 50s and still tries to act like the queen bee of the office. We mostly just ignore her advice and try to get our work done. She has an array of complaints about any number of things in the office, but chief among them is how cold the office is. We work in a southern part of the country and it approaches 90 most days even in October. So everyone in the office is fine with the AC being set at 72. With the strong fans in our office, it often feels cooler. Beatrice tends to wear low-cut cardigans and pullovers and no bra. This will be important later. She constantly complains how cold it is in the office, even though we all tell her to put on an extra layer. One day in the lunchroom, she said I must be so lucky to not feel the cold with my extra layer of blubber. I have a little extra fat, but I'm working down after struggling with an ED. This really stung me and I said, maybe she should stop dressing like she works at Hooters if she wants to stay warm. She walked stiffly out of the room. My coworker told me she heard her crying in the bathroom. I feel bad for making her cry, but I also felt really offended she implied only a fat person could be comfortable in the AC. I dress reasonably. Honestly, I can't blame OP considering the words they threw at OP to initiate that. I mean, at that point, it's not even truly about judging their outfit or what they wear. It's kind of just tit for tat. 
Our next story is, would I be the jerk for not wanting to add my half-sister to the deed of a property after my mom's death? My mom passed away in April without a will, and I'm currently going through probate to transfer my parents' properties. I plan to sell the church slash house and keep the one where my half-sister is living. I am my mom's only child, and my half-sister is on my dad's side who passed away in 2020. My half-sister has been living at the second property for almost 20 years paying rent to my dad and then to my mom and me since my mom let me handle rent collection. A little over a week after my mom's funeral, she approached me and said, I'd like to be added to the deed after the mortgage is paid off. I was stunned by the request and didn't know what to say, so I told her I would ask the lawyer about it. I can understand her perspective, as paying rent for 20 years without having property in your name can be frustrating. She might also be worried about me raising the rent, She currently pays $875 in Los Angeles, the mortgage is $500, but the market rate on Zillow is $2,000. However, I have several reasons for not wanting to add her to the deed. My dad used to complain to me about how she took advantage of his kindness by not paying the rent in full by the first of every month, half on the first and half on the 15th, causing him to make up the shortfall himself until the middle of the month. Sometimes she'd skip a month of rent to go on vacation. While sick with cancer, my dad advised me not to let people take advantage of me, especially if they're family, as it was one of his biggest regrets. She lied to me about the reason my dad raised the rent, claiming it was so that he would take over repairs because she was doing them herself with the lower rent. I remember accompanying my dad when he made repairs himself as a kid, so this is obviously not true. Her request to be added to the deed after the mortgage is paid off seems unfair, as it implies she wants the benefits of home ownership without the debt involved if I decided to keep the mortgage. I don't blame OP and I don't think they're the jerk. First of all, it's literally their property. Second of all, there's a lot of very explicit advice they were given about this very situation. And also, after 20 years of paying rent in this house and probably not paying like a huge amount, In theory, you would think that they would be capable of still supporting themselves somewhere else. Like, you'd think they would have enough of a nest egg. Our next story is, am I the jerk for kicking out my daughter for what she said about my brother? Poo mode activated. For context, my brother L31 is disabled. He was born with a condition that made him born without a chin slash jaw. He is genuinely my 40-year-old female best friend. Our mother died last month. It hit L the hardest because she was his carer. She had cancer, so we had time to discuss any wishes that my mother had. One of them was that when she died, I let my brother live with me. I agreed. I got an extension added onto the side of our house for my brother, so he would have his own space and I could always look out for him. Our family has always been close with L. He would stay with us when my mother was away. My son, Eleven, adores him and they're always doing fun things together like sports and gaming. I also thought my daughter, B, 20-year-old, got along with L. They often have Mario Kart tournaments together, and L has even convinced me and my husband to give her a bit more independence. Two nights ago, B came home late from a party with her friend. I always stay up when B is out to make sure she got home okay. I heard her come into the house with her friend, and I heard B say, We need to be quiet so that we don't wake my R-slur uncle up. I thought my mind was playing tricks on me. Me and my husband have never raised our kids to say such things. That comment just took me back to when me and Elle were younger and me defending him against all the horrible people that would stare and make fun of him 
I got up out of bed and I asked my daughter to repeat what she said. I could tell from the look on her face that she didn't think I'd hear that. I asked how she could say something so cruel about her own uncle, that this is not how she was raised and at 20 she should know how awful that is and if she thought saying that to her friend made her look cool, she was wrong, that she made herself look like an insecure bully. She didn't apologize, she just said that nobody was meant to hear that and it's not a big deal. I asked B's friend if her parents are okay with her having friends stay over. She said yes, so I told B to leave and stay at her friend's house. B said I'm meant to take her side, that I'm her mother. I told her I've been L's sister longer than I've been a mother. B didn't think I was serious. I've always been a calm parent and I've never told her to leave the house before. I had every intention of having B back home, but she needed to learn a lesson that I meant that behavior would not be tolerated. I apologized to B's friend for being in the middle, and I gave her cash to cover the cab to her house. I called B yesterday, hoping she understood how out of line she was. She didn't. She was unhappy that I took Elle's side over hers. I told her to come home so we could discuss this properly, but she refused. I have been in touch with her friend, and B is staying with her. So, at least she's safe. My husband said I was too harsh, but there's still that protective big sister rage in me. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk in the slightest, I think their shortcoming here is OP treating their 20-year-old daughter like they're 15. At 20 years old, it's common enough for them to still be living with you, probably still dependent on you. But through and through, they are a full-blown adult at that point. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's no excusing that kind of behavior, and it is like a slap in the face to any of the history she had with him. All that time spent playing Mario Kart games or any kind of bonding, it makes you wonder how they actually felt in that whole situation. It's disgusting to see, it's heartbreaking to learn, and them just displaying a lack of care at each turn, they probably should stay away and hopefully, given enough time when they come crawling back inevitably, maybe they'll be a little bit more reflective. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my estranged grandparents I don't care if their grandkids are in foster care? I'm 26-year-old male, married to my wife, 26-year-old female, and we're expecting our first baby. I'm estranged from my paternal side of the family after my father's affair on my dying mom and their willingness to try and defend his actions. While mom was sick, he left me to do more caring for her while he was screwing someone else. He even brought said other woman to my mom's funeral. His family also tried to get my mom to forgive before it's too late while she was still alive. It was a nightmare. I was 15 and it was a lot. Mom needed to be cared for and I was the only one who could when my aunt had to work. After my mom died, I moved in with my aunt. My father married the other woman and invited me to the wedding, but I didn't go or even acknowledge the invite. I had nothing to do with any of them. I heard he died last year and it was no concern to me. Also found out he had two kids. His other woman slash second wife died four months ago. My paternal grandparents took the kids in, but they do not feel like they can raise two kids under five or six or whatever age they are. 
They mentioned me to a social worker who approached me and asked if my wife and I would be willing to raise these kids. We said no. The social worker made a note of it and they said they would not approach me again. My grandparents have not given up and contacted me and my wife both over this. They try to use guilt trips and sob stories about foster care being horrific for kids and one is a little girl so it's even worse. None of this changed anything for me and then they tried getting my aunt to talk to me. They showed up at her house with the kids and appealed to her as a former foster kid. She and my mom both were. She told them to get the freak out. I ended up talking to them over the phone instead of ignoring their messages to me. We talked. They told me after they went to my aunt's house, they had spoken to the social worker again and now the kids are in care. They asked me how I could be okay with my siblings being in care. I said I don't care that their grandkids are in foster care. They are nothing to me and the fact is I'm not going to pretend I care about saving them. I said they need to accept the kids are now in care and a social worker will work on finding them a good family but they need to accept I will not be that. They called me a monster and said I should be ashamed of myself and they hope the birth of my child brings me nothing but guilt. Am I the jerk? OP is absolutely not the jerk here and it's kind of heartbreaking that their grandparents cannot understand why OP feels the way they do and can't accept it. Not only is it just flat out not OP's responsibility regardless, but with the history there it's more than understandable why OP doesn't want to take in their half-siblings. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend to change her page? Okay, so this might sound stupid, but I just need to hear that I'm not the crazy one. My girlfriend, 22, does a cosplay content online, and so she has a link tree. I want to say here I have no problem with her content. She doesn't do nudes, she's not on OnlyFans, it helps pay the bills, etc. It's also important to note that my girlfriend is originally from India, and English is her second language. Alright, context out of the way, here's my issue. My girlfriend likes to have fun with her links on Linktree. The Patreon link might say, wanna buy me something? Or help support me? Or something like that. Recently, she's made a button that she's rather proud of that leads to her Twitter. The button says, wanna see my ex? Not joking, that's what it says. She thinks it's a clever play on words because Twitter has changed to X. I told her to change it because it sounds explicitly pornographic. We got into a fight over it. She thinks I'm controlling her, limiting her expression and so forth. I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but she does online content. This is going to bring the worst creeps from the deepest sewers of the internet to her page and into our lives. Problem is, she's got friends, for whom English is also a second or third language, backing her up. And they're making me out to be a crazy control freak. Am I the jerk? Honestly, OP's reaction here just kind of makes me wonder just how comfortable they truly are with their girlfriend making this content. It's just a jokey title. That's literally all it is. I do think OP is coming off overly controlling here. To me, it feels like some weird insecurity. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my family they can't invite anyone to my wedding? I, 32-year-old female, have been engaged to my fiancé, 27-year-old male, for about a year now. We'll call him Jack for this story. Once we got engaged, I immediately started planning, and my family's been fighting me every step of the way. The venue is too far. These are the venues I should be looking at. I should have this and that and this other kind of food. This is the kind of dress I should wear, etc. It has been a nightmare. 
One morning I had gone to breakfast with my mother and grandmother and somehow the topic of the wedding came up. My mother casually said something along the lines of a list of people she was going to invite. I put my foot down and said, no, you are not inviting people I don't know to my wedding. Her response was, well, if I'm helping pay for it, then I will invite whoever I want. I have not asked her to help with paying for the wedding. Jack and I had decided we would be footing the bills ourselves. I told her, we are paying for it, so no, you will not invite whoever you want, and most guests will not even be getting a plus one. I want a small wedding. 50 to 60 people is the absolute max, and that is a lot. My guest list at the moment is right around that number, and I'm not budging on it. My grandmother decided to chime in and said, Oh, you're such a witch. And that's where the conversation ended. For the record, I had already added some of her close friends who I have met before on the list, so she would have people to mingle with. Am I the jerk for putting my foot down? Absolutely not the jerk. This is your wedding, you deserve to have it how you want. And it definitely feels like the mom and the grandmother have a controlling tendency because of the way they uh, both kind of lightly ganged up on OP here. This next story is, am I the jerk for fighting with my wife because she opened my birthday gift without permission and continues to use it? It's been a tough 2023. For context, I recently moved to a new country to be with my wife and celebrated my first ever birthday away from friends and family. My wife travels a lot for work. I still don't have a job here and I don't speak the local language fluently so that makes things harder. It was my birthday last week and my parents were insistent about gifting me something nice. I'm normally not huge on celebrating my birthday but told them I could use a new pair of airpods after they asked me a couple of times. Because they're in a different country and not super tech savvy, they just transferred the money to my bank so that I could buy them. Around the same time, my wife was going to the US for a work trip. I asked her if I could order the airpods from Amazon to her US address because they were significantly cheaper there and she agreed. A couple of days later, we were on a video call, she's in the US by now, and I noticed that she was wearing AirPods during our call. Now, she used to have her own pair of AirPods, which she lost somewhere, but it's been a while since she used them. I asked her if this was my birthday gift, to which she nonchalantly said yes. Now, I normally wouldn't mind had it been a t-shirt or some other thing, but she knows how much I love technology and love unboxing and tinkering with gadgets. As stupid as it may sound for a full-grown adult, this is also my first pair of AirPods, and it's one of the few things I'd been really hyped up about. So I kind of flipped out in the moment, and she said that she only opened them to test them, just in case there was an issue and they needed to be returned. I asked her why she didn't ask me, or at the very least, unbox it with me on a video call, and she just said that it didn't occur to her. She's still on her work trip, will return home this weekend after two weeks but she's been using my AirPods on and off for the last 10 days despite the whole conversation. I know that I'll get them as soon as she's back. She also apologized last week and said she would make it up to me, but I can't help but feel irritated. It just doesn't feel like a birthday gift anymore and I'm just not excited anymore. I was even considering asking her to keep this pair because she doesn't have one and buy me a new one instead. Am I being a jerk or overreacting in this situation? Yeah, I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here, and I'm also a bit dubious on her whole, I just wanted to check it to make sure it's working. I think they opened it because they wanted to use it, kind of pretty clearly, and to be honest, even if it was my partner, I'd be slightly grossed out about sharing AirPods, 
having them come back and be like, oh yeah, here's your two-week used AirPods, I broke them in real well. Plus, I kind of agree with OP, one of the most fun things of having a gift is getting to open it, especially some kind of tech. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling a group of teachers they need to control a group of kids, including my son, better? My fifth grade son is part of an after-school program. Basically, he stays on the yard and plays with his friends and does activities. It's like an after-school camp. I work by a school and took a late 3pm lunch today. I went to the grocery store and was befuddled by all these kids running rampant. I realized they were from my son's school. Then I saw this short blonde hair kid who looked like my son chasing this kid who looked like his best friend with a bag of sugar and weaving between people. As he got closer, I realized this was my son. As he ran past me, I pulled him into me and told him to calm down. He realized it was me and asked why I was there. I said I was on lunch and why is he there? He said his teachers took the after-school camp to the store to buy snacks. He asked me to let him go and I said no. I told him he knows how to act in a store and as his dad, his behavior embarrassed me. I took him to one of the teachers and asked if he belonged to him. He said yes, to him and another teacher. He asked what was wrong and if I could let him go. I said he and the other kids are running around the store like a playground and you and Mrs. Daniel should be watching them better. Oh, and I'm his dad. Mrs. Daniel came over and asked what was wrong. I told her what I told the other teacher. She said, I knew you looked familiar and laughed. I said, this isn't funny. You better handle my son's behavior or I will and no one will like it. The guy teacher said, please don't talk down to us like that. I said, then please do your job. I think honestly, the main thing that makes OP the jerk here is threatening to do something to your kid that nobody will like. But also, what is this program that takes these kids into the store and OP was able to just grab their son randomly and had to go find somebody that was supposed to watch them? That's a nightmare scenario with that after school program. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my future sister-in-law that I will not be going anywhere and she needs to learn to live with it? Edit to make it really clear, I am a part of the family, I call them mom and dad. They tell me I am their kid. The sister refers to me as their sister. Not all families are born. Also, yes, I have talked to Max before we had a heart-to-heart when I moved in, and I thought we were good. We've been fine all this time until this happened. So background, I dated Max in high school for around a year. My family life was awful and his parents really helped me in that time. After the breakup, they didn't cut me off, even though I know it caused some issues with Max. When I was kicked out at 17, they took me in. Long story short, I see them as my parents and they see me as their kid. I'm close to their daughters and have been going to family events for a few years now. Max is getting married to Cindy. I've met her a few times and before this I thought she was fine. Yesterday I was getting some mac and cheese at the youngest birthday celebration when Cindy came over asking what I'm doing. I told her getting mac and cheese and she got angry. She went on a huge tangent about trying to win back Max and how I'm not part of the family, that I should get my own family since I'm not needed anymore. I told her I'm not going anywhere and she needs to live with it. I've been part of this family for 10 years at this point. She ran off after that. I'm getting texts from Max that I'm a huge jerk and I need to apologize. The rest are staying neutral and the youngest is annoyed at Cindy. So update one, I called them and explained my side of the story. They were surprised since they got a different story. I don't want to lose my family. I asked them to adopt me as an adult if they wish. They said yes. This conversation topic has happened before. 
I'm also going to reach out to Cindy and Max and explain really clearly I'm not a threat to their relationship. It seems like a lot of people do feel bad for Max though because they dated one person in high school and all of a sudden for the rest of their life they've had to live with their ex staying with them and always being around and part of their family. Does that truly make OP the jerk though? I mean they were in a bad situation right? It's awkward but I think as long as OP makes it clear They are not in the slightest interested in Max. They're not interested in approaching him. They don't want to mess anything up with their relationship. Then they're probably not the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.